So he wanted to run down. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. This, this, <laughs> this demands a disclaimer. So, guys, hello, welcome to No Chick Flick Moments. Today we're talking about wolf porn. <laughs> wolf erotica. Come on. Briefly. 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 I mean, maybe. So not this is- <laughs> not really explicitly. We're we're getting into the lawsuit just because it's so fucking funny. And Lindsay Ellis released a video today, the day that we're recording, um, about kind of the backstory and how it has panned out. And oh my god, Remy, you didn't know anything about this. I I had maybe heard some murmurings that. Um, there was, like, lawsuits or something happening around, um, I don't know, people suing over a megaverse, which is just batshit insane. I thought it was, like, just dead in the water. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I thought it was a, tr- a, a total troll. But apparently it's, like, a thing, says, says it's been a It's been an ongoing thing. Ooh. And it's kind of settled just in the past couple weeks. But and now we oh have the whole story. Okay, so so okay, guys, wait, wait. Before we actually go into it, um, what we're talking about right here is we're gonna talk about this lawsuit around Omegaverse, which is a uh, a fandom trope. Um, and it is you know by by definition and uh, and by just the nature. If if, if I may, Remy. We're not educating you on what that is, and we do not encourage you educate yourself on it unless you really, really want to. So we're not shaming, but, but yeah, we're but not explaining. Was, it's it's by definition pretty like sexually explicit, and it's just this uh, the whole thing. We're not going to be talking about what it is, like you said. Yeah, we're we're not getting into the kinky side of it. We're getting into the legal side of it. Right, because apparently it's just so fucking wild. We have to fucking talk about it. Okay. Yeah, and it, it's tangentially related to supernatural. That's very again. True. We're not going to educate you on that. <laughs> but I want to hear. I want to hear. I just wanted to give people a heads up that we're talking about Omegaverse for a little while. Yeah, but again, looking at the legal side of it. Yeah, yeah. So, so give me the story. Long story short. There was this one author named Addison Kane who filed the serial numbers off of her The Dark Knight Rises fanfiction. Allegedly. Allegedly. We're not lawyers. We don't know shit. But um, she started writing Omegaverse and getting published. And um, another author, I think not too long later, also wrote some Omegaverse. And... The long story short is, is that Addison Kane and her publisher filed a DMCA takedown against the other author, I think Zoe Ellis. And Zoe counters saying, this is bullshit. You can't copyright Omegaverse. Like, the takedown notice was like talking about all the tropes from Omegaverse and being like, I own this copyright. And... Zoe Ellis was like, this is bullshit, countersues, and then here now we have a legal battle over Omegaverse. So who was the first author? Addison Kane. And and she filed a lawsuit against Zoe claiming ownership because she published first? Was that her was that her 
argument? Essentially, essentially. She published her novels and then said this other author is using really similar story beats, aka plagiarizing me. And then Zoe counters by saying, nah, bitch, that's tropes. Like, you don't own tropes. You can't copyright tropes. Yeah, yeah. And it's just... It's, it's just insane, because if you watch the Lindsay Ellis video, no relation to Zoe, but the wild thing about this video is that you, you, you realize that there are people outside of fan fiction and outside of fandom that now have to litigate this and write up suit documents and have claims over, like, forced pregnancy and, like, pregnancy, male or female, all of these things now laid out in legalese by lawyers and like depositions take place. Judges have to read this. Oh my gosh. And it's just like, it's the weird feeling. It's that one image of Mo from The Simpsons sitting at his table in his underwear. And he's like, don't tell people I live like this. Like, it just feels like that anytime you bring something from fandom out of its natural quote unquote environment. <laughs> I you know, you know, I, I I would agree with that. Yeah. It it does feel weird. And it's like it it feels it feels uncomfortably like someone someone let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. It's like when you see artists on like the Graham Norton show and then they decide to show them fan fiction or fan art and try and get the artist's reaction. You're like, don't do that, first of all. That's just, especially if neither party agreed on this. Mm -hmm. But now to have someone out in like, quote unquote, normal publishing that... (laughs) Well, which we won't is, get which, into that. Which is a thing that doesn't, yeah, <laughs> exist anyways. Yeah, yeah. But to go to a publishing house that is now representing an author and have that author try and go, oh, this fan fiction trope I essentially now own. <laughs> or I am going to challenge anyone who's using similar ideas legally and try and get them to stop. Which is just... It's wild. Anyways, if you watch the Lindsay Ellis video, it gives a breakdown of this. And I think she's already received um, an email from Addison Kane's lawyers. Oh my gosh. So it's wild. If you want to educate yourself on a really niche thing that Supernatural spawned of all things, I mean, there's better ways to spend your day, but that is definitely one of the ways you can spend it. I, I thought we were going full, like, Ebony, Nightshade, whatever. Darkness dimensionally. <laughs> right, right. And and the original, like, 2005 uh, author of the OG Omegaverse was gonna was gonna come out of the weeds and oh no but um it is mentioned in the law filing like oh my gosh like the the origins of the tropes yes and it mentions Jensen and Jared by name oh my god yeah so that's a thing that now exists in a precedent file for stuff involving fan fiction and the law so you you did say that they settled. Uh, so does the video go into what the r- r- results of the trials were? 
Yes. So I won't spoil it for anyone, but it's just, it's a gong show ride. And just to think, <laughs> we live in this world. Like, it's the domino tiles where you're yeah. like, this one person wrote this one fic this one time. And then in 2020, a lock suit is being settled. <laughs> Well, for and a like, DMC takedown, and and that's so b bullshit though that that one author can uh and I don't know which way the lawsuit went, but one author can be like uh, I I own I own these tropes now, and no one else can make money off of them because we have. You know, fandom has experienced in the past blowback from these sorts of things, where. Where, you know, first it's like, yeah, you, you can't, you can't publish your uh, Twilight fanfiction with the, with the names changed, um, because you can't make money off of my works or whatever. But then it's like, what follows is that then you have someone, you know, knocking on your metaphorical door to say like, hey, you can't publish this on AO3 because you know, I, I own it and I'm going to really yeah. just think about it. That new thing that you guys collectively came up with or like one person inspired and then a bunch of other people took off with, well, I am the first to try and patent it or like trademark it. So ergo it's mine. Like right. that's, that's kind of insane. Yeah. But yeah, that's a thing that exists. <laughs> and I, I feel remorse for bringing it into <laughs> your radar but i'm also like it's buck wild and it it just fits with 2020 oh my god it, it does fit with 2020 uh and and that was and that was a lot less that was a lot less uh you know into the weeds on the whole concept of a megaverse than i thought we were gonna go which like i'm okay with but <laughs> yeah I, that's why i was like we don't need to we give like need... terrible amount of skip over this like right. we're not okay. getting into details okay it's looking straight up at the legalese of it right oh my god that's so funny so that happened. Yep, that exists. And and now I feel that that I should say hi everybody. This is No Chocolate <laughs> Moments. I'm your co-host Remy, and I'm your other co-host B. And today we're talking about supernatural and supernatural related news. Yeah, I mean, in considerably shorter video news, there was a couple trailers released. Yes. It's not going to take an hour out of your time. It's going to take a minute, minute and a half. Yes, yes. And and I cannot believe that I am so out of the loop that apparently a second ta a, a second longer trailer came out after the initial teaser uh that that dropped about a week ago now. Uh but uh was there anything new in that and that, what you said, what, like a minute and a half uh, second trailer that recently oh, came out? Well, if you're a shipper, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> but also not. Like, basically by that, I mean, you can put your analysis hat on and then look at like 0.25 seconds worth of footage and then just spiral. Oh my gosh. So, so, so pretty much like the first, like the first teaser that came out. Yeah. This is kind of like, we're going to add a little footnote onto there so that you can be extra upset. 
Well, I mean, from what I've seen of the trailers, you know, it has spawned a lot of speculation of where the final arc is going. Yep. Yep. Most of which we've already talked about, you know, where uh, where are the big things happening and then after that how how are we winding down but did the um did did the extended trailer give any sort of insight into episode 20 because i know for sure the teaser didn't um i don't know if i would say 20 we get some um scenes that look very intriguing like we see chuck in the bunker and we see mm-hmm. billy swinging her scythe in the bunker and <laughs> We see things. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm just like, Jensen fucking kills it anytime he has a crying scene. Oh, no. And he looks very distressed and almost hopeless. And we see him talking to somebody off screen that we don't know for sure who's in Baby. And just, you know what I say, like speculation abound on this stuff. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, but... but uh yeah if we see chuck and billy we already know not not really billy but but hey yay billy is coming back uh well you know two weeks ago we weren't really sure if uh if uh lisa was gonna be was gonna be back on set but that's that's cool Uh, Well, I would say to that, like, we don't know if there was any footage from 19 and 20 in those trailers, because Mm -hmm. they would have just finished wrapping up filming 19 and to try and do a turnaround for a trailer. So I'm almost thinking that this is the stuff leading up to and including 18 tops. Oh, that is a good point. You're right. Why would I think that there was anything, any insight into 20 in those trailers when they haven't even filmed yet they're currently filming it right now so that's Mm -hmm. that's yeah yeah you know but but still uh it definitely adds to this air of mystery i feel that they're building around 20 yeah they're definitely keeping secretive about misha and where he is fitting into this filming i feel like we don't necessarily have the accurate vision of where he is through his social media, but it is also just a black box of speculation that we have surrounding what happens to his character, particularly now that we have these trailers and even Cass looks like he's ready to cry and we never see him that emotional. Like, oofta. 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 Well, we also, um, there was a lot of great uh, set uh, videos from Jake Abel. I definitely recommend going to look at his Instagram. Yeah. He's just a hoot and a half. And and another piece of big news was that, um, uh, not Rich. Oh my gosh, who is, who? Robert. Robert. Uh, uh, Chuck. Um, he said his goodbyes wrapping up after filming 19 so mm-hmm. right now spoilers we're... well that's not, not spoilers he was he put it he put spoilers it he's not in 20 yeah well i mean <laughs> what yeah. are what are we here what are we here for if if not if not speculation and spoilers yeah yeah that's true <laughs> Uh, so 
that was our confirmation that Chuck is not in 20. And, um, and I am so eyes emoji over again, what 20 is going to look like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of fears. I don't necessarily have a lot of accurate vision or like what I would say, no, I think this is what's going to happen. I just mm-hmm. have a lot of apprehension. I'm like, please don't let it be this. Please don't let it be that. <laughs> you, you, you know, you know the kind of tone that you want, but you also know all the many ways that you don't, you know. Yeah, kind of like the ways that the show has shot itself in the foot in the past, mm-hmm. where it has like these really amazing concepts and then it doesn't necessarily follow through with them. And it's just that kind of fear where I'm like, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that's not what's going to happen mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not even just this show, any any show that has, you know, its, its final episode, it's wrapping up the series, there's... Yeah, there, there's been a lot of you know good wrap ups, but there's a, there's also been a lot of what not to do's. Oh my God! Speaking of, I mean, this isn't related at all to anything, but um, Benioff and Weiss from Game of Thrones, they're getting, t- or I guess they're working on the three body problem as their next show. Which I'm like, who the fuck would give it to them? Like. This book is by Liu Xixin. I'm not sure if I pronounced that properly, but it is just so entrenched in Chinese culture. The translation needed footnotes to explain like nuances and they're giving it to the two whitest guys who have failed upward in recent memory. So like the ending that they gave Game of Thrones was fucking terrible and just kind of etched into the worry that mm-hmm. we feel moving forward. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, but, but, but hey, we, we already got Supernatural making a jab at the end of Game of Thrones. And, yeah. And in a way that it was a little nod to the, to the audience. Don't worry, guys. We're not going to make those mistakes. But you know what? Just because you say you won't doesn't mean that yeah. you, <laughs> you, you know all what's up. Yeah, because like ultimately you create the thing, you put it out there, and then you just hope that it is well right. received. Right. So they're saying, no, we saw how that went. That's not what we're going to do. But that doesn't necessarily mean that there's just a binary here. And right. as long as you don't do that, you're great. Right, right. So, oh, there's always one fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And, um, and we have also been getting, of course, a lot of uh, tugging at the heartstrings, set photos, you know, mm-hmm. wrap up, wrap up is upon us. It is, it's a tough couple of weeks, guys. Yeah, I mean, we've had long enough to ignore it. <laughs> and that now that they're filming again, it's like, oh wait, this isn't avoidable. Yeah, this will happen. This is happening. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Anything else? Not not too much. Not too much new content this week. I mean. But- a significant official content, but also mm-hmm. insignificant at the same time. Like we're we're greedy little bastards. We want more. Yeah. 
Uh, well, and I say not too much new content, but like tons of new content. Social media is 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 popping off every day with the cast and crew, and uh, and we have those two trailers to chew on. So it's just you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and try to try to break down break down the whole trailer for you guys. Uh, yeah, not that I don't love you, but I don't think you want to hear me um, um, explaining the 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 fast cuts there. <laughs> the saddest cat okay i have a story about these two idiots that happened earlier this week okay <laughs> come in share your despair so a couple days ago um a friend of mine his um partner or friend has just moved right across the street and I guess the toolkit is kind of waylaid at the moment. So he'll come over and borrow some of my tools to work on whatever he's building over there. And so a couple days ago, I get the knock on the door. Hey, can I borrow another? Yeah, yeah, come on in. And the there's a couple neighbor kids outside. We want to pet the kitty. I'm like, okay, yeah, come on in. Thinking like one, maybe two kids are out there. Six pour in. Six children. And two adults. And my two cats, who took weeks to warm up to one person that wasn't me coming into the house, (laughs) now have eight to contend with. They all want to pet the cats. The cats don't know where they can escape to. But (laughs) I've given... I've opened a bag of temptation treats, held it out like it's a treat bag. Each of these kids grabs a small handful and then try to tempt the cats. I have never seen such, like, despair and desire (laughs) torn across these two. Because it was like all four paws were glued onto the floor and then would just rock forward wanting the treats and then rock backward being afraid to be pet. And would just do that like a motorized (laughs) rocking chair type. Like, it was surreal. And then as quickly as these kids came in, they went back out. My cats just, like stumbled a bit they refused they wouldn't let me pet them for the longest time they were like if you're giving us <laughs> treats you th- toss them over this way you know like we're not doing any fair uh-huh. trades in this moment oh my god they were traumatized uh-huh. and then the next day i had to have the um, plumbers come over to look at my heat system so they've just been like we don't trust you anymore you let anyone in here <laughs> I can't believe you have a gang of neighbor- neighborhood children. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun because they were playing tag that night. And so you just see like just this little whirlwind of kids. Like I would say the oldest is maybe 10 and just come swirling out and just screaming, jumping over fences. Like, oh my God, it's so high energy. I'm like, I lie on my bed in the wrong way and I hurt so much. And you guys are just fucking sprinting <laughs> over chain link fence. Like, bless you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, talk about you. Come here. No? No, he's just going to stare up at me. Distrust. <laughs> yeah, you have to earn it back. Yeah, it's going to be a while. I, I but... heard they got supper early, so... 
Yeah, I mean, they are so mournful. They're like, Mother, just let strangers in to assault the kitties. <laughs> yeah, you. So yeah, that's been the most pressing dramatics in my house. I need to get a new furnace, which sucks, but at least oh, no. I know before it gets super cold. Yeah, yeah. Did did you ju- did it just get cold enough to uh, start turning the heat back on? Yeah, we're having a bit of a cold snap here, and I noticed, hey, my house is just fluctuating with the weather rather than controlling its own climate, mm-hmm. and I had called in. They're kind of friends of the family, so they stopped by and looked at it, and they're like, no, this is the ninth one of this model we've seen have the same problem. So oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, it must just be a flaw in the structure. Sucks. So fun. Yeah. Well, no such dramatics for me this week. No. No. Just been hanging out, you know? Enjoying life. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been watching things? Listening I... to things? Reading mm-hmm. things? Good question. Good question, B. I I blame you entirely for sucking me into <gasps> Doom Patrol. Yay! I'm getting invested. I love it. I'm I'm being I'm being strict about it only being my treadmill show though. <laughs> you don't want to devour it as quickly as other supposed treadmill shows. Right, right, right. I get I get like four episodes in and then oh whoops, uh, that was now now I'm sitting on the couch marathoning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How but, far are you in it? You might be farther than I am now. Uh no not no there's only two seasons right and um and I am uh I'd say two thirds of the way through season one so I think I think episode nine I I I'm on episode nine of uh or or ten of the sixteen episode season one okay yeah so we must be pretty close to each other mm hmm mm hmm. It's it's really fun, and I'm starting to, you know, really, really feel with with the characters. I'm still waiting for um, Jane to become uh, someone other than Miss, Miss Shouts a lot, but... <laughs> so have you seen The Underground yet? That was the episode that I just watched yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's a really interesting character. Like, the fact that they're like, okay, 64 personalities, go! And then just make it, like, this random, obscure thing that this one persona can do. Yeah. Yeah, very varied and unique. And I like how the show gives emotional moments to the characters. Like, it's not all plot, 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 plot. Mm -hmm. It is a lot of okay, some things are going to be happening in the background, but this episode we're going to be concentrating on this character's background and what kind of is, what's your trauma? And (laughs) getting into knowing each one on a more personal level. I really like it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've taken a lot of time to go into each of the characters. um, And, and, you know, like you said, really... Uh, get to get to know them. Mm-hmm. 
And so Doom Patrol, it's a HBO show and uh, it's, it's just asshole superheroes, but really funny. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. The first episode's really going to test you. It's like, hey, you're <laughs> either with us or you're not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then if you stick with it, you're rewarded. I would agree. I would agree with that. <laughs> And, um, and I've been catching up on the Adventure Zone graduation. Ooh. I've, I've listened to a few episodes there. Uh, and I also started to listen to The Besties, which is more McElroy content. Is that Justin and Griffin? Yes, yes. It is Justin, uh, Griffin... I'm so bad with names. I'm so bad with names. Um, Chris something and <laughs> and honestly, I don't even think that I could. I could. Uh, who's the last there, one? There's another person. There's another guy. Yeah. So it's a um, it is a show where the the best of friends pick out the best games, and it's a the game of the year podcast that goes all year round uh, <laughs> a a book club for video games the best of the best in home video entertainment but really it's just you know these four friends who who pick a game new or old that and they talk about both like the historical influence that game may have had the mechanics the you know how they each experienced it and uh, and enjoyed it or didn't enjoy it and and it's just it's really just like for me who has never played any of these games like i've listened to let's say 15 episodes and i've played two of the games mm-hmm. probably um but they they talk about you know one game that they all uh, put, put some hours in and, and talk about you know playing it now or, or and maybe like i said if it was an old game you know what's it like playing this 2007 game now in 2020 um mm-hmm. but then they also talk about kind of like we do uh they have their main topic but then they also talk about what they've been up to the past week uh just on you know one-off other things oh nice and overall, I, I've just been really enjoying it because even though I haven't played the games, it's really interesting to, t- to hear them talk about because uh, they are um, both past and present video game journalists. Uh, so they're very knowledgeable on the subject uh, and, and enthusiastic about the subject. And it, I just like to let the conversation wash over me, really, because yeah, they're, they're funny and they're goofy and they're, but they're also, you know, really insightful on sharing the the my favorite part is them sharing like the history and the the waves that a, a game may have caused and like we still see the influence um of of some of these games and in entire genres that have come since yeah that's really neat because i feel like a lot of times the video game at least the tangential information you get from it, it feels like it's a very short cycle, you know? The game comes out, there's an, an initial burst of enthusiasm, but the the long-term vision, the 2020 
vision that comes for it, um, it doesn't get as much focus. And so if you have the opportunity to say, and we still are seeing these mechanics in play thanks to it, like that gets really interesting. I like mm-hmm. the history of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel I feel so bad that I can't remember the guy's name. I'm gonna look them up. <laughs> I'm gonna look I'm gonna look up the besties. And and you know, it's I, I got into it because it's McElroy content, but they're just so good. I listen to them because they're good. They're just good and quality. It's, yeah. The conversations that you listen to, you don't necessarily need to have a deep love for the subject because they'll bring their love for you. Yes, exactly. And and uh, so it's Griffin, uh, Justin McElroy, Chris Plant, and Rush Freshnick, and they're all they're really just the best of friends. You can tell by the way that they you know converse and and get after each other, and it's it, it, I, I it's been a very feel good listen for me. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And like I said, um, uh, the Adventure Zone graduation is starting to pop off where I'm at right now. Around I think fourteen, episode fourteen or fifteen, I don't know exactly, but I'm really, really enjoying that too. That's awesome. I'm always so scared to listen to the Adventure Zone because I I never want to get to the end. So yeah. I mean, yeah. speaking as someone who did, I whoopsie-daisied off the planet, and I have a huge backlog to get through now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I will just set it aside for months and months at a time, but know that once I come back, I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it's just, you can sink into it like a warm bath. Mm-hmm. Just hour after hour of content. Mm-hmm. How about you, B? What have you been up to? Oh, well, I haven't joined any cults yet. Uh, it's actually kind of <laughs> died down on that front, unfortunately. <laughs> but I started watching a new show called Biohackers. There's only six episodes. It's a new on Netflix um, German original language. And I was almost expecting it to be something like Flatliners, you know, we have a group of protagonists that are on the cutting edge of bio-editing and things like that. But the story turned out to not be that at all. I'm like, flea bag voice, this is a revenge story. I'm like, oh, this is way more different than I was expecting. <laughs> and it, it was a lot of fun, and it was a really short watch. And from there, I picked up The Rain, which is another Netflix original This one's in Danish, and I'm almost finished season one. It's kind of a fun take on um, post-apocalypse, you know, what kind of virus has taken hold of humanity, and this one happens to be spread by rain or Mm -hmm. water. And so now we're following a band of survivors as they try and find this place outside the quarantine zone where they might be safe. And other than that, I've watched Skin Decision, which is a bunch of plastic surgery and non-surgical alterations that have helped people improve their quality of life. And it's really, it's really uplifting. I really like it. 
Cool. Is that also on Netflix? Yes. Yeah. I spend most of my time over on Netflix just because I'm more familiar with it. But Mm -hmm. on the HBO front, there is a new episodic. It comes out every Sunday called The Vow, which is about the Nexium cult. And it starts off with kind of the bright, shiny vision you would have had upon joining. And it is working its way towards, you know, okay, it got into sex trafficking and it was branding its people and just mm-hmm. the insanity that took place. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that advertised on uh, CNN, actually. Yeah, it's really interesting, especially because one of the guys who was in on the ground floor is a documentarian, Mark Vicente. And so while he was in the cult, he was recording things. He was having phone conversations recorded. He was taking video. And so it's not like dramatic reenactments of what was going on. It's like, here is the footage. Mm -hmm. So that's really, really cool. And I don't know, on the reading front, I finally got a bunch of graphic novels ordered in. So I finished off the Paper Girl series. I had to read volume five and six, and now that one's officially done. And that one is a bunch of kind of space travel shenanigans that happened to these this group of four Paper Girls on November 1st, 1988, where they get sent all through time and just... It's it's a little insane, but it's from Brian K. Vaughn, who is the same guy who did Why the Last Man and Saga. And Saga is one of my favorites. So I picked this one up, too. And this is not related to the other time travel story that you were talking about, where the uh, college uh, student, graduate student, went back to the Black Plague no. times? Yeah. No. That one is the Doomsday Book. Mm -hmm. And that one is just traditional novel instead of graphic novel. Oh, oh, you're talking about the graphic novels. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Traditional novels. I just finished This Is How You Lose the Time War, which is fucking fantastic. It's like an epistolatory. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one. Epistolatory with these two agents in the time war that are on opposing sides and they begin letter writing to each other and it is like the sweetest enemies to lovers thing that I've ever read. I love both of these women so much and just the drama that kind of unfolds when you are both trying to control the timeline and you don't want to fight against each other anymore. Mm -hmm. So I recommend that one very highly. This is how you lose the time war. Yes. Through love. <laughs> Basically. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoilers. And I think of Mariah as I'm reading it because A, she just wrote uh, the old guard story. And also because the main characters are named Red and Blue. And I'm like, oh, that's Mariah's poppers. Aww. Hi, Mariah. Hi, Mariah. Busy bee, bee. Lots of reading. Good. Someone's got to do it. (laughs) I report back. These were all good. You can read these ones. (laughs) Yeah, I know. 
Yeah. What are you doing? Come All here. right. Well. Oh. Yes. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't know. It sounded for a second like you might have you might have retreated for. Yeah, I'm like the cat's behind me doing something I can't see, but singing his <laughs> mournful song to a box in the corner. Well, well, I think I think that they they demand your your attention and that's all that I had for this week. I mean, I really kicked us in the face right off the get-go. I'm like, hey, have you heard about this lawsuit? Oh, my God. You, okay, not going to lie, you put the fear in me a little bit, a little bit. You, you want to talk about- Good. Oh, oh, that? <laughs> Could you tell? Could you tell that I was a little wary? I, yes, but I'm also like, trust me to be slightly tasteful, okay? I'm not going to get um, into the mechanics of the trope. You're the one who just listened to me listen to the first two and a half minutes of that video. So <laughs> you want to talk about tasteful. I, okay, A, did not make that video. B, did not make you listen to that part. That video genuinely says, if you don't want to hear it, skip to this time point. You chose to wade in knowing the consequences. So I, I take I no responsibility. All right, fine. Fine. <laughs> but B, as always, great to talk to you. I, I feel I feel like we're in a bit of a whole I, I feel nervous. I don't know why, but it's like I, I think I think that I just know that they are currently filming 20, right? And Yeah. And and it's gonna wrap up like just in the next few days. And what are what's gonna happen? What are we gonna What are we gonna be given when didn't when even it's actually mention, over? Oh, Jensen when he was talking about the fact that the majority, well, ninety nine point nine percent of the scripts always end with yeah. three words to be continued. But he shared on yeah. Instagram. The fact that this final script says the end. And he even got emotional. And I'm like, that gets me emotional. Like We're all yeah. It's it's happening, guys. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening. And in and, and the next time we talk, we'll we'll be there. We'll see what we'll see what it brings. We'll be the week before. What? I thought that mm-hmm. I thought that it was this week. Oh, I thought you meant the next time we recorded, the episodes would be airing. I'm like, no, we have one more quarantini, and then there's episodes. No, oh, right, right, and then there's episodes. No, no, I mean that the the next time that we, the next time that we talk. The next time we encounter each other, the filming is over. Yeah, the filming is over, and then the next time after that, we'll have episodes, yeah, but, but I just feel like something's coming. I feel like, I feel like we, I don't know, I feel like once... Um, I don't know. I feel like they're just wrapped up really, really, really tight right now. And I think that once the filming is actually over, not that they're going to, you know, they're not going to do anything so dramatic as like reveal all, but, but I would love if they would reveal one. I just need one spoiler. Something is going to break. I just feel it. I feel like we're all holding our breath here. I don't know, but but you know, if if it if it doesn't happen soon, then just a little bit longer, and then new episodes are coming. So, all right, guys. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Yes. 
<laughs> I don't get like this. I don't get worked up. That's your job. Hey, now. I just spiral. <laughs> all right. All right. So, so we'll, we'll talk to you guys next time. Yeah. We're going to sound doom and gloom right now just because holy Why? shit, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, it's happening. But that's okay. So, hey, I had a great time. See you guys yes, next time. Yes, me too. Bye. <laughs> Bye.